Elliot. Hi. I'm really watching Counter-Strike for the first time in a while. Because I'm really I, watching it. Like, I'm really watching it. Like, normally it's just like a passive thing. Now I'm like actively watching Terry Pearly, especially starting today, which is Wednesday. I was recording this because, as I think it's been pretty well documented, I'm a Liquid fan. Liquid started their group in Pro League. Um, so I've been like really watching Counter-Strike and I'm having an issue. What is your issue, Logan? My issue is that we're all playing Counter-Strike 2, and I'm watching Global Offensive. And I'm finding it somewhat jarring swapping between the two. Because Go is so much better. But this is I, I didn't want to get into a Global Offensive versus CS2 discussion, but more of a... Like I watched, I watched map one of Liquid VP, uh, right? Liquid lost 16-11. They played on Inferno which is totally different in the newest version of Counter-Strike. And watching pro play on one set and my play on another set and it being totally different is kind of all over the place and it's kind of jarring to jump between. I know what you mean. It's it's part of the reason I found um, it very difficult. I I don't particularly enjoy CS2 at the moment. Yeah. And people say, oh, just go and play Go. And it's like, yeah, but it feels weird to go and do that, especially as, you know, obviously all my mates are on CS2. So I've just, I'm just taking a break from Counter-Strike at the moment. Uh, but, but yeah, part of the thing, when you watch it, it's like it's on Go and then you play CS2 and it's completely different. And you can't... Whenever I used to watch Counter-Strike, it made me want to play Counter-Strike. And now yeah, when I watch yeah, people yeah. play Go, I mean, it doesn't make me want to play CS2 because it's different. I can't, I can't recreate what they've just done. No, I'm I'm the same way. I whatever esport I'm watching at the time is probably what I'm playing, right? So when when we hit like January, February, I'm playing a lot more League of Legends because League comes back around and we start LCS and LCS and stuff. I've worked a StarCraft event like twice, and I like gaslit myself to thinking I'd really enjoy StarCraft. I haven't. Thankfully, like there was a part of my brain that was like, "What are you doing?" (laughs) Before I downloaded it. But I, I was like, I really, I feel like I could really get into StarCraft. No, like, no, and I fucking I, couldn't. I started casting Valorant again, right? Like you and I talked before the show. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm my casting schedule all over the fucking place. But I started casting Valorant again, and the second I casted one game, I was instantly like, "Fuck!" Now I really want to play Valorant. Yeah. And so I grinded like a day's worth of Valorant. And went, wait, never mind. I'm going back to my yeah. Counter Strike. But it, me watching Pro League has me want to go play Counter-Strike, but I really don't want to go play Global Offensive because what the fuck is the point of me playing Global Offensive? Oh, I really... All I want to do is play Global Offensive. No, well, Okay, so like, I don't want to play Global Offensive, and I kind of just don't want to play CS2 right now either. Yeah, it, yeah. I, CS2 <laughs> has actually really put me off Counter-Strike. I, I, like, for the first time in probably four years, I've got under 100 hours of Counter-Strike in the last two weeks. Oh, I don't. Well, no. So when when I've been at events and stuff, I've stopped. Yeah. But then I've come back and grinded really hard. Whereas I'm, I'm completely zoned out. I've been playing other games completely. It's just, it's really sad. But I've been playing a team fight manager, which is not. I've not been playing team fight manager. I have been playing team fight tactics. I've been playing team fight tactics too, but it's a two D game that's like um, football manager or something like that, where you manage a team. It's fantastically terrible. I have been playing um, <laughs> Football Manager as well. I'm in, I'm in 2041, I think, or 2042. Oh my lord! 
Um, and Bristol Road. I'm currently top of the Premier League. I'm having a bit of a run. This, you know. All right, on this episode of Overtime on Inferno, we talk about ex-Godsend players. We talk about ex-Serb... Actually, I guess it's a little current Serbian. Ex-Tailu coaches. We talk about ex-Blast team participants. And we'll talk about ESL Pro League, Group C and D right after this intro. All right, let's... I think let's do let's do our normal bookend strategy here. We'll start with Group C. We'll talk about the stuff in the middle, and we'll talk about our our Group D coverage at the end. Let's start with uh, Group C. Um, this group was a little weird. It was a bit disappointing. I thought. Yeah, it, it, it was. A, it was a group that was ripe for nonsense, and very little nonsense actually occurred. Yeah, we we took a lot of time ahead of this group to say, hey, it should be phase and Navi. It, it's like it should be phase and Navi and like fanatic. But like there's a real possibility that any other team here does something fun. Yeah. Or that any of those teams that we just mentioned absolutely shit the bed and forget that they know how to play Counter-Strike. Yeah. And none of that happened. Um, yeah, well, so I think the the biggest disappointment, quite clearly, was Apex. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Apex have been very good um, for a decent length of time now. Uh, but they they started to like miss out on playoffs and stuff recently. You go, okay, well, you know, new, new player, whatever. This group they should be getting out of. Like... Yeah, so just, and it's weird a... when when you're used to being an underdog and you all of a sudden have like expectations, that can be really difficult, especially when you're betting in a new player. But mm-hmm. I think they'll be very disappointed. Let's do a quick reminder of who's in this group. Um, so teams that got out in order of how they got out: Navi, winner of the winners bracket; Phase, loser of the winners bracket; Fnatic, winner of the losers bracket. And 9Z was the last chance stage winner. We'll talk more about 9Z because they deserve us to talk more about. Um, same way we'll talk more about Cyclone. I want to start... So so Apex was a disappointment. I want to talk about the other team that I thought was a relative disappointment, which was Imperial. Oh, really? I was going to say M80. I think M80, M80 is also on my list there. Okay, so M80 and Imperial both kind of hit the same mark for me. Uh, let's talk about Imperial first, and then we'll talk about M80. Um, I felt whelmed at best by Imperial. That's how I've always felt about Imperial, though. <laughs> I, I, I'm never expecting Imperial to do anything. As much as it's like fun when they do, mm. they... They don't strike me as a team who really have that upset potential. Like, I love Phelps, and I think Henny on his day is a very, very good player. But I don't know. There's something about them where you're like, I've seen all these players before. There's nothing they're going to do that's going to surprise me. Yeah. I just, I know Vinny is still learning how to IGL, but I kind of just expect for more from this team when I look at the lineup. They, right, like, they do have wall-to-wall good players yeah and even without wall-to-wall good players i mean 
I know name value isn't everything, but they've got names on this team. Yeah, like, yeah. like oh, Volts has made a major final. Phelps has won a major. No, 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 he no, didn't Phelps, win a major. Phelps did he, win a major. He was on um, SK after Taco, I think. No. When Taco left, to... no, he I can't was remember. On... He, he, oh no, I think he replaced Bolts. Actually, did he not replace Bolts? Yeah, no, he. I, I I don't know. Phelps was on there for a decent length of time. I've always thought Phelps was a potential superstar player. Like he is at his peak. Phelps is a genuinely world class player. Yeah, Phelps he's not is... always at his peak, but and, and he, I think he has his um, I think he has his problems outside the server. I think he, he doesn't really like traveling, um, which is part of the reason he left uh, SK and stuff. Yeah, but um, brilliant player. Yeah, but like Bolts has made it to a major final. Henny has Henny was the best opera in Brazil for a good chunk of time, and if not the best opera, then the second best opera to fall in. Right? Henny obviously is a good player. Henny, Vinny, yeah, but Henny's wildly inconsistent. We all wildly inconsistent. And Vinny was on the Fury team that was the best team in Brazil for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this team has no one to work with. No, no, the the players in Digital are great. There's just something about them where I, they, I don't know. It, you're right though, because it does feel like these players should be, they should make up something else. Like they if should you told make me, up a really good team, but every time if, I watch them, I'm just like, yeah. If you told me a year ago, without like any context, hey, Henny Bolts, Phelps, Vinny, plus one Brazilian player. This is not to degrade Yota. This is actually just, quite good. Yeah, yeah. This is not to degrade Yota at all, but. If you told me those four plus one, I would have yeah. said easy top two Brazilian team. And I think that they probably, they probably are a top are, two Brazilian yeah. team, but it's questionable. Like, yeah. I, I just, it feels like the difference between them and Furia is way larger than I feel like it should be. I don't think it's that big okay. a gap, but I think I that's think more to do with Furia than, than, than Imperial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think, especially as Apex didn't get out, Imperial yeah, Imperial would have been should be the next team, and they just yeah. they just never really looked like they were going. To, I mean, they lost the Cyclone. I, I, yeah, yeah, we'll talk. I, about I'm as big a fan of Cyclone as as anyone, but like if we you're were to the seventeenth do... best team in the world, you should be winning that. If we were to do power rankings in this, right, it would have been Phase Lobby at the top, then Fnatic, then Apex, or maybe Apex Fnatic together. It would have been Imperial right after. I wouldn't have put 9Z. I wouldn't have put Cyclone. I wouldn't have put MA above. They should have been next man out. There's something about 9Z. They always, whenever they come to Europe, they just step up. I, I don't know what it is. Like They're clearly good, it, it, but they're like mediocre for ages. So they come to a big event and they just show it, the fuck up. It's Try. I, I can... Sh- yeah, Try is... Try, try does is, step up like big time in the big game. Like in, He's the land Europe. guy. But like, like, even like the the... The the relative veterans of this team, like DGT and Max, who've just been there for years, like both of them just look so much better in Europe than they do in in the Americas. I, I don't know what it is. Like they they really step up against European opposition and and the other opposite. Like you go to that game versus Apex, like DGT's gone crazy in that game. Like he, yeah. he shit on them. Like it wasn't close. Like this is why I'm talking about Apex being disappointing is because they got soundly beaten by Nine Z. Like. This wasn't a hard fought two one. This was a clean two zero. They didn't drop double figures in either map. Like they bodied them. Like, that that's just what Apex did to Liquid in the major, and was what made Apex so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I understand that they changed a the player, but 
kind of thought like Cachanito is at least similar level, if not slightly better than JL as, a, as an individual. Well, the other thing that I think about Apex is that Apex didn't change their play style and they didn't change their whole strat book on. That was, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> they didn't change everything, right? The, the, the team I generally look to when I'm talking about Apex is I look to Gamer Legion. They were the other team that in the yep. major was this overperforming team that you didn't really expect to, to do what they did, right? They had players poached from them. Obviously, Ima and Suhi no longer on the team. And Apex only lost JL. But Apex should be better off, right? You only lost JL. You yeah. didn't lose Kicksand, who's the, been the one calling for you, right? You didn't and lose you your, put, your veteran core either. Yeah, you didn't lose the players that made you what you are, right? Gamer Legion, no one, everyone was kind of just like, oh, okay, you're chill if you take a step back. Like, we understand you lost Suhi and you lost Ima, who were like your two huge catalyst players. Not that Acor isn't good or, or anyone else on the team isn't good, but you lost two of your big catalyst players. And it feels like Gamer Legion have lost less steps than Apex have. Yeah, I agree. It, it really felt like Gamer Legion were the ones who really lost out in the summer. And it, I think I think I said on, on this podcast, like I th- thought Apex actually might have gotten better with the addition of Kachanito over JL. But I think they've... What I will say is... Anytime a team overperforms, if you go to the leaderboards tab on the event on HOTV and check the clutches one, if the top player is on that team, you know why they've overperformed. You know when Complexity had that run at Katowice yeah. where they were being teamed? Yeah. Halzerk had like 14 clutches. Halzerk and Grimm, I think, were just... Halzerk was top by like four clutches more than anyone else. At the major, Nork had like double-figure clutches. Yeah. That really, really changes the scope of how like and when you look to gamer legion their clutches were high but they weren't as like high as apex so there was a feeling that almost maybe apex are a little bit overachieving they were still good i mean well, that, that win over liquid thing. was the was definitely legit. i think the problem is i think the the two of us i'm not sure about the community at large but the two of us have not looked at this apex team or the gamer legion team for that matter with rose tinted glasses like I think we've been very understanding that this team is not as good as it is from the major. They may never be as good. Yeah. They had a great event. But like they, they down to earth is the thing. I'm comparing this Apex team that we saw this week this last week with what a normal Apex team looks like and I'm still a little underwhelmed. Yeah, I agree. Okay. They they they, they were very underwhelming. I want to talk about M80 uh, I want to talk. What so, is that to say? They got so, battered, man. Yeah. I want to talk about M80 because we talked about EG. Right. We talked about EG finishing seventh place in their group <laughs> and how we said that was a disappointment. Yeah. And that came back to bias, didn't it? M80 finished eighth. And I don't know how to feel about it. Because I think that M80 is a better team. I think they probably should have finished higher. But I also, to some degree, know that they said ahead, like Death said ahead of time, we're going to get fucking battered. And you know what? They got fucking battered. So, obviously, the caveat with M80 is the opposition they played was better than the opposition. Oh, sorry. 
EG only didn't finish eighth because Rooster. Rooster, yeah. I, Cyclone is a better team than Rooster. Oh, full stop. No oh, caveat. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Nothing like, involved. So they lost to Apex, who, despite being underwhelming, are still, still a pretty solid team. Yeah. Right? Apex beat Team Liquid, who were one of the best, who were much better NA team at the major, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. They lost to Cyclone, who also beat Imperial. Um, have beat like taken maps off Navi in in recent memory. Like, yeah, and, not a bad team, and was one map away from making it out of the group. Yeah, and then in the eighth place decider, they played Nine Z, who as got we know, out, got out of the group. Like, no, you know, Nine Z beat Apex and beat Cyclone. They're not a bad team. Obviously, Nine Z beat the three beat M eighty and the two teams M eighty also played. But I think you can say. It's a little bit too early to be beating those teams. That this is really looking at it in a positive light. Like, yeah, you are. Early. You there came is, in here to get beat. You played some half decent teams and you lost. There is, and I mean this very seriously, plenty negative ways to look at this, right? Like, yeah, there there are serious firepower questions. Oh yeah, there there is there are a lot of questions that you can start asking about this M80 team. It's but it's also like, when did we interview Swisher? We interviewed him like a month and a half ago. And that mm-hmm. was like a week after they formed the team. Yeah. Like I know uh, they're, they're all living in the same house or something together. And they're like, they're doing work. To it. But on the other hand, like, fuck man, it's been a month and a half. The firepower issues are exactly the firepower issues you would point to when the team was made though. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, they are entirely predictable firepower issues. Like there is a reason Wreck hasn't been on one of the best NA teams. Yep. There is a reason Wolfie is kind of an unknown quantity. It's because these players aren't the best players in North America. Like yeah. Swisher and Malbs well, can play at a higher level. The the hope with Wolfie was that the Wolfie Manx connection would help out. Yeah. Because Wolfie has played in Europe for so long. Mm-hmm. Through like tier two system, through static, through Lingby Vikings, through Fnatic Rising, is that that would help out. I I'm not ready to write this team off. A and B, I think this team was put in a better position than EG was. Yeah, and, and maybe that's just personal biases. So that, that's entirely possible, but I do think their run, uh, certainly the teams they lost to in the like in the like lower bracket yeah pretty difficult considering like you say eg only beat rooster but yeah. then they, they've done about what, as well as eg i was like, gonna say here's here's your question would m80 beat rooster i'd i'd say yes yeah, course, i'd hope yeah. so <laughs> of course um, they would rooster aren't uh, even the best team in australia like so he i i guess here's our here's our question m80 would have been rooster would m80 beat mibr no. I don't think so either. So I think they're at the same point as the EG roster. It, like where where they yeah. finished. Yeah, probably. Their... I, mean, so I think the issue will always be that Wreck and Wolfie aren't quite ready for this level, and they probably won't be. But mm-hmm. you are very much limited to what you can do when you're drawing from yeah. a pool of North American players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Let's talk about Cyclone for like two seconds. Jam Young Hive, rise up. <laughs> right. Their rifle court is 
absolutely insane. They're, they're so good, man. Mercury and like Mosea is like he hits impossible shots, right? That guy is ridiculously talented. But this he must be stupid because there's no way a guy who can aim like that would isn't one of the best players in the world unless he just is just always in the open or something like just watch him play man like mechanically he's phenomenal this i mean mercury's not far off like genuinely there are very few players in the world who can do the things that like mozera mercury can do with rifles but it just doesn't matter because they're always just like dead randomly all right, talent wise, man, like <laughs> that team is so stacked. We're gonna so see. Stacked. We're gonna see Cyclone again in November, um, at the very worst, right? So we may not see them for another month, but we'll see them in the CS:GO Asian Championships, um, which will be fun because Cyclone and Linvision are there against six teams that are like top in the world: and G two, Astralis, Phase, Mao's, Liquid, um. So, excited. Here's a question for you. Yes. What's the second best Counter-Strike region in the world? Behind Europe. Before you before, before you say Europe, because North America's top. No, no, no. I would have put Europe as top. I assume we're, we're counting CIS in with Europe. Oh, yeah. I suppose it... Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it, otherwise... Well, I... I... I think for for this purpose we can count CIS yeah, as part yeah, of yeah. Europe, right? Yeah, I, not generically, but for this, this purpose right now, I think it's South America, then Asia, then North America. Interesting. And the only reason I say this, I, because because you could there is a real like stake that you could say for uh, Asia being higher than South America, is I think there are just more like <laughs> top fifty teams in South America than there are in Asia yes asia has i think but okay so asia has four teams they have mongols they have uh cyclone cyclone they have what are the other uh, lin vision and they have greyhound if you're counting them they're not not, i would count them as oceano i wouldn't count that as Asia. so they have three teams right Brazil has like seven teams that I. Yeah, but the Mongols beat them all. The Mongols but, went on like but, they, they just they kill every Brazilian team. Mongols, okay, but Brazil, you have Furia, you have Imperial, you have MIBR, you have Nine uh, Z. There's, I, there's Case that's better than most Asian teams. Like the problem is, is we can start going down the list really. Like the Brazil roster may not have the highs because I think Mongols is better than all of those teams, maybe except for Fury right now. But like, it's really questionable. I just think that the lows for Brazil, uh, not Brazil, South America are way higher than the Asian lows. Okay, but <laughs> part of the reason South America has so many higher rated teams is they have more spots at events because traditionally they've been better. Every time, right? If you want to go like. Team for team, the Mongols have beaten every single Brazilian team. Yeah. If you say Cyclone are the second best team in the region, well, they just went up against Imperial, who were the second best team in their region, and beat them 2 1. Well, like, they we, finished above them in the group. Like, we may have some new teams. We'll, we'll get, let, let's, let's start, let's move away from Group C. Let's talk about some of the other stories we have. We'll get to Asian Counter Strike in a second. Let's talk about Joel. <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not yeah. talking about uh, legendary rock superstar Billy Joel. 
uh, we're talking. That's way. That's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> Billy Joel really from, isn't. Billy Joel's from thought... the town next to me. This is a oh, true there you story. Go. I've been to his. Hey, Harry Styles shop. was born in the same town as me. I'm so sorry. I've been to Billy Joe's motorcycle shop, which they he doesn't sell anything there. It's just like a museum for motorcycles that he owns. It's awesome. Fantastic. Okay. I th- really thought you were going to go with. Do you remember Joel's? Do you remember that meme? Yes. The the Finnish guy who just never turned up to land. That's where I thought you were going. No, that's not where I was going. All right. You, you were going with <laughs> Billy Joel, of course. Ex Godsend player Joel was suspended by Isak this morning. Uh, over match fixing allegations, which all of this came out in light because of something else that happened. So let's talk about what what the other thing that happened first, and then we'll get into Joel, which is Mouse missed out on Blast Showdown after they lost to two teams. Uh, 41-6-0-I-S-K, which is a Finnish, uh, sorry, Swedish roster. Yeah, Swedish, yeah. With a bunch of players you've known, heard of, Twist, Bodenmaster, Plesson, Robin, and Avid. Just you know, probably the I'd say right now the best full Swedish roster because the rest of them don't exist. Yeah, um, and they're probably about as good as NIP anyway. Yeah, so. really. <laughs> um, so they got beat by this team, which fine, sure, they got beat sixteen ten. Um, but they also got beat by the greatest named team in the world, Victory Zigzag. <laughs> I think Let Her Cook is better personally. That, an impact team called let her cook which i think is great. yeah no this is it's a pretty good um there's 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 better team names definitely okay there there are better team names but pretty good team team name victories exact which you may not have heard of the team but you heard of some of the players bubble grubby mertz it's a fun team um Mouse lost to all of them. <laughs> I don't think any fun team has ever had Bubble in it. <laughs> Bubble's always fun, okay? I no, will hear no really Bubble slander. Not. He's really not. Absolutely zero slander of Bubble. Um, the thing about this, though, is that they didn't play Grubby in the match against Mouse Sports. Joel has actually been standing in for this team for, I don't know how long, but a bit. Definitely through the Blast Premiere stuff. And a series of tweets came out after the fact of this. And basically that everyone was upset because Joel had done some some match fixing. Um, a little bit of match fixing. When little bit of trolling. On, when he was on Godsent. Tiny little um, bit of trolling. So Godsent released a statement. Basically said, hey, Joel was suspended because we found out he was match fixing. We hadn't said anything because we didn't think it was our place to publicly say that, hey, this guy was match fixing. But now that everyone's asking us, is this why the guy was suspended? Yeah, we confirm. Uh, Isik came out. Isik contacted Joel on August 30th. So 20 days ago, 21 days ago um, with records and. Joel denied it, and so now he is gone. He is suspended. I, and yeah, oh, he's like eighteen years old. He's probably quite good. I think he's. 20. Why would you not at least try and? Is he twenty? No, he's eighteen. He's eighteen. I'm, I'm, I was gonna say yeah. He's, he's like eighteen years old, and he's clearly. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, he might be cheating a little bit, whatever. But um, I. Why not at least try and be legit first? You're 18 years old. You can start match fixing when you're like 24 and, and it hasn't worked. Like 18 years old, you could still, you've still got a chance of being good. Like, 
You, go tell that to NA. We've already tried the 18 years old match fixing. Yeah, but like, at least try and be good first. I don't get it. I, I mean, then, you know, I, I'm of the mind. I, I'm also of the mind, and I, this is quite unpopular. I really think the I by Power player should still be banned. That, that's my personal thing. I, fuck match fixing. Anyone who match fixes, it should just be a permanent ban. You should never be, like, you just shouldn't be allowed to compete in any esport. You should, I, I really think that. I, I, I think it's, I think it's, if Steel and Dazed weren't popular, there's no way people would actually want them unbanned. And I, I really do think that. And you can say about, about um, Swag and he was very young and whatever, I don't care. Don't match fix. It's as simple I, as that. I'm kind of an agreement here. <laughs> They're fortunate they didn't go to prison for it. It's just highly illegal. Yeah. Um, I don't. Is there any any other bits you want to talk about involving Joel? I, that's all I needed to say. Just um, we need. To I think it. if the, if the players on his team knew, they should also be banned. I think that there will probably be more coming out about it involving that yeah, guy's roster. There's no way he was throwing on his own, was there? No, that's not how that works. Um, really, really quick story uh, involving Team Liquid. Uh, Patsy got screwed over by the United States government, and they had his passport because of visa things and there was strong question of whether patsy would make their opening match today he got into the studio about 20 minutes before he had he like by rule had to be there there's like actually fantastic video of sponge carrying his bags and patsy like running ahead um i really want yes i really really wanted like a piece of content um involving like every single sitcom trope of like rushing out out of the airport trying to make something because your flight got delayed um and i didn't get that um we also well, probably because he probably he only got there 20 minutes before he had to be there they probably haven't had time to record it yet i know um i'm i am slightly upset that daps didn't get to play if solely for the reason that liquid would have been considered a north american team for like six minutes um yeah that's he's it. canadian isn't he Daps? he is he is canadian they still wouldn't have been american i said a north american team i know but they it really been, annoys me that they Americans been, class North American as a thing. They haven't been an, an American team for years. Right, Americans counting Canadians as like, oh yeah, we're all North America. Like, I don't class every European team as well, being like, okay, but like as it being an English team. It's insane. Correct. Nafly and Twists were Canadian, so even the Grand Slam roster. Yeah, it's not an American team. No, shouldn't. Well, it so, doesn't count. What was the Grand Slam? Stewie. I guess Stewie Nitro Elige made it an American roster because <laughs> it's yeah, majority American. But if it's two American, two Canadian, and one European, it's like it should have an international flag. I don't care. It's not a North American team. That's not a thing. Yell at it's HLTV. Not a thing. You know people there. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, they don't listen to me. <laughs> let's talk about the last and I think the most important bit of news this week, which is about Letney leaving Tai Lu. Uh, Letney has been a coach for about a million different teams and it has made a million different teams fairly decent. <laughs> Damning with faint praise. Okay, let me rephrase the word a million. It, I went to go check. He was the coach behind Contact and Crazy. Who were the half decent, yeah. Who were half decent teams at the, at those points. Um, and then he was the coach for Tyloo just now. Yeah. 
Uh, who weren't very good. Who were not very good. This is like, the... ca- coaching Tai Lu's like herding cats. So it's not possible. Yeah, for what it's worth, just to remind everyone, this is the weird ass Tai Lu roster where Emmy's on the team because of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's every Emmy time you, and like, look, score every time you look away. And Roga and slowly at Freeman. It's a mess. If you stop looking for five minutes, like Asian teams just go more and more insane. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> They they you actually like, um, have like their their roster is hilarious because they added all of these non Chinese players, but all of the Chinese players are still on their bench. <laughs> so attacker and summer and Dan King and Aristo are all just on the Tailu bench. They have like nine players signed. It's incredible because they're not even a Chinese team anymore. No. I guarantee they play the exact same style. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, like there's, they just it's just the Tyloo DNA. So Letney is leaving, and the reason we bring this up is because for a while Tyloo has not been the best Asian team. In fact, they haven't been the top three Asian team in a while, right? Yeah. We just went. We through. didn't mention them earlier when we were talking yeah. about the best Asian teams. Mongols were Adam slash Cyclone and um, Lin Vision. There's also Eruption, who I think are probably better than them. There's a good chunk of teams who I think are probably better mm-hmm. than Tyloo. The important bit here is that with Letney leaving, I'd be willing to bet that Roga and Emmy also leave. Meaning, we may get old Tyloo back. Or some semblance of old Tyloo back. Because... I think that Letney tried to bring in these players from Europe to try and make Tyloo less Tyloo. And now we get more fun in in the Tyloo roster. Um, and as you know, we are big Asian Counter-Strike fans. So having more Tyloo, Tyloo is better. <laughs> yes, as long as it doesn't stop mongols and cyclone qualifying for events no they're more likely to no, do no, something no, no. see here's the thing if tai lu becomes what i expect them to become if they if they become like a, a an actual team that can fight for event spots tai lu will never no, be no, an no, actual no. team they no, will no, no. always be a, but here's the thing they always be an idea we should just get rid of one of the 700 south america spots and give asia another spot or just start giving North America one spot at events like Asia had for years. I mean, North America at this point is a more dead region than Asia is. Yeah. There there are like four and a half teams, and that's not counting the fact that Rare Adam have said that they are going to be signing another team. Yeah, with somebody. I don't think that team... I love somebody, but I don't know. I, I remember... I can't remember exactly who's on that roster, but it's, it's not pretty. But like... Rightly. Asian Counter-Strike is on the up yeah. and any Counter-Strike is on the down. Yeah. I mean, and right now, the best team out of all of them, Complexity Mongols. I think Mongols win that match. I hope so. The Mongols should be. I mean, Mongols, have, have, like, in the few events they went to last year, yeah. they did considerably better than Complexity have done in a year and a half of being in the tier one circuit. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about ESL Pro League Group D. Let's get back on topic. This group is a clusterfuck. Um, Cloud9, Eternal Fire, Complexity... Let's go. 9, Liquid, Virtus Pro, G2, Lin Vision. 
Let's, Let's talk about on paper for a minute here. On paper, G2, Cloud9, Cloud Verse Pro, Team Liquid, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's the on paper. The probability here is that G2, Virtus Pro, which I'm saying Liquid probably lose their match against Virtus Pro, who they're playing right now. Uh, G2 Virtus Pro is going to be a banger. Um, as banger as Virtus Pro, yeah, as banger as a Virtus Pro game can be. I mean, I enjoy watching Virtus Pro games, but I am a masochist. <laughs> and the winner of that game will win the upper final against the winner of Cloud Nine or Nine, which I think Cloud Nine got a chance against either of those teams. I well, here's the problem: is like there is a non-zero chance Cloud Nine just looks like shit. And, well, yeah, but you could say the same about G two, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, but I could see Nine making upper finals just randomly because Nine haven't been. They feel like they've stagnated a little bit recently. Okay, I I can't They're say still that I really good. At... I I can't say that I felt a huge amount of a certainty about this cloud nine roster recently no 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 of course but i nine just seem to always fall just short of beating big teams they, they usually win vertigo and then and then fall off um cloud nine should just have enough to beat them i think should. yeah they, i don't know I, I like nine and i really want them to do well but they they do constantly look good and then just so so lose. let's say that three teams getting through that we lock is uh, G2, Virtus Pro, and Cloud9. I think the interesting question is who is that fourth spot? Liquid or if it's not Liquid, then well, questions. Because Liquid are fighting for it, but I wouldn't say that Liquid is the lock. I wouldn't say that there is a... No. It, I wouldn't but say that it's But like, they should be. They should that's, be. That's what they have to think. But they I, have to think if we yeah. don't get through, this is a problem. Liquid, I don't think it's a lock. I think nine could make a little bit of a run in the lower bracket. I think complexity could make a little bit of a run in the lower bracket, depending on what complexity we see of the event. I think eternal fire lives and dies by Xantaris. And if Xantaris has a Xantaris game, then who the fuck cares? Please. I complexity versus eternal. I was just checking complexity versus eternal fire is the most likely lower bracket game. I need that. I'm in for I it. I need to watch Xantaras versus Complexity. He's going to... No, 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 He's no. going to destroy them, bro. Xantaras, Linvision. No, 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 because I like Linvision. I don't want him to get battered. Yeah, I don't want them to get battered I don't either. think if there's anyone, if there's anyone who can deal with Xantaras, it's just pure chaos ball, which... I, I haven't actually watched Linvision, so that might how, that might be an unfair characterization, but it is quite often the case. How have we not watched Eternal Fire Virtus Pro? Jame against Xantaris. It's yeah, one guy just sprinting at you and the other one just running away. Yeah. Be like uh be like the boulder scene <laughs> in Indiana Jones. Yep. Um okay, so I, I guess our final predictions here. G2, VP, Cloud9. Fourth place should be Team Liquid. If it's not Team Liquid, I'd be willing to put money on nine, but it could be complexity. I Yeah, I mean it don't it should be nine out of, out of the other teams. The I, other teams yeah. I've no faith in Eternal Fire. I've I i do not think Lin Vision are I mean I, again, I've not really watched them. They might be a lot better than I'm giving them credit for. 
they they almost beat G two on map one, I think. Uh, but... They went to overtime on Anubis against uh, G two. Yeah, which, lost 16, you know, five that's that's encouraging. Inferno. Right. Do you think Complexity would have taken G two to overtime? No. As I said, I think Asia is a better Counter Strike region in North America right now. Um. So you know, Linvision might be. They might be okay. I don't. I'm not going to say it. I've watched enough of them to be certain, but they they seem to do okay domestically, and they're qualified for a couple of events now. Um, and that is the sort of thing that complexity would lose in a hilarious manner. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I, I have no I have no more on on that. I just fourth place spot up for grabs. The last chance stage bracket is just kind of going to be fun because there will it's gonna be, be a bloodbath. There will be a bunch of teams in there that just have absolutely no business getting the fourth seed spot. Like yeah, there's at absolute worst you get to see like Patsy run at like Linvision or Complexity and just smash them. Yeah, I think what would be fun is if we get Liquid versus Complexity in the lower final. That would be fun. I'd be. Is that I'd even be, possible? Yes, it I is. So. They're on other sides of the bracket. So yeah, yeah. Get me that. Like, get me that. Na versus like EU. You shouldn't have left EU versus. This is why we left. I'm in. Sorry, you shouldn't have left Na versus. This is why we left. No, you shouldn't have left Na versus. You shouldn't have left EU. Oh, true. Yeah, Complexity left EU. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's, that's what we're in for. Uh, we will be back next week with Group E. No, I'm joking. There's not Group There's not. <laughs> <laughs> you had me going then. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I should do uh, do some brushing up on who's on Group E. No. I no. wish it was a Group E. Like, you imagine they just throw in, like, all the best teams who didn't make it into a random Group E. No. It's just a, it's just a pick and mix bag. We'll be back next week where I think it's single Elon bracket just all the way through um, tournament ends on October 1st. So that's not this coming Sunday, but the Sunday after. So it will Wednesday next week should be start of playoff round one. And we'll, we'll talk about everything going through till the end there. And then P should be all of the eighth place teams <laughs> battling out for like last. No, last no, no, no. That's what it is. We shouldn't have any of the 17th to 20th place bullshit or 29 to 32nd place yeah. bullshit. No, I want certain places for every team. I want to be able to say M80 is a better team than EG or that her actually right now. Do you know who the 21st to 28th teams are? It's two undecided uh, scroll teams. down, yeah. It's two undecided teams. Apex, <laughs> Imperial, yeah. Evil Geniuses, Greyhounds, Nip, and Heroic. I want a bloodbath of the 21st to 28th teams to figure out who is truly the worst. And, like, whoever loses, like, whoever comes last has their CS2 uh, access revoked. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. There has to be some, there has to be some like real world consequences. I'm sorry, like, seeing heroic last. in 28th place is a real world consequence. No, that, that would not happen. There, there is, I'm telling you now, there is no way on earth they lose to evil geniuses. Okay, 27th. You, no matter how, actually, that's something we can talk about. Heroic supposedly a trialing four players. I don't know if you saw this. I saw that they were trialing a, it was player a Twitter rumor. Nut, nut. Yeah, who I think currently plays with AZ. Sure. So uh, supposedly his name is a misspelling of Newt Newt, like what Peng, uh, Pingu would say. Okay. So you know how Pingu's like Newt Newt? Yeah. Apparently Nut Nut is just a misspelling of that and he just stuck with it. Okay. There you go. Uh, Dupree was one of the trials. I think Essatag as well was yeah, one of the trials. Yeah, I think Essatag was on there. 
This is a weird What list. are you doing? Heroic, please do not sign S attack. I don't even... I don't particularly want you to succeed but please do i'm trying i'm trying to find the uh our our like our in our one of our chats but i cannot find it um yeah i guess i I guess we'll talk about i think the rumor was minus tesses but yeah that's what i I heard i want to i I guess i I don't know i i know nothing on that let's try about one more thing because we have time uh esports awards are up uh oh, the yeah. nominations for Go PC, well nominations for pc player of the year are up and just historically they choose a couple of players from each game right so there's counter-strike players in there here there's league players there's uh valorant players and i think there's two dota two players in here right so we have a, there's a decent spread of players i just want to talk about the the players that they chose to put in for CSGO. Zaiwoo. Zaiwoo, Nico, and Hunter. There's basically three big events a year, and G2 did win two of them, so they get two players. Is that how this works? (laughs) Is that really how this works? (laughs) It makes more sense than any other explanation. I guess so. You get one for every big event you win. They they just say okay. So who won Cologne? Let's take let's take you. Who won Cato? Oh, we can't have who? a repeat. So uh, who's the second? Oh, Hunter, you'll do. Let's take. I mean, Hunter's not going to win it. Is yeah, it? and who won the mate? Well, to be fair, I'm not sure any of the Counter Strike players are going to win this. Um, no, because Demon One from Valorant is there, and Chovy is there from League. So I'm not sure any Counter Strike player will win against. Demon one who had Chovy. The Chovy has like a crazy fan base as well, right? The church is always ready to vote. <laughs> the church, yeah. Uh, okay, we're actually going to be done for the episode this week. You can find us on X at at Logan Rohab, at Asian and at Root TLDR, and uh, Group E next week. Also, in the Splash. Bye.